Welcome to The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Each and every podcast, hosts Mike Niemer and Greg Frank will bring you energy experts to help you better understand the renewable and sustainability space. Education is important to us because it's important to you, the listener. Now here's Mike Niemer and Greg Frank. And we welcome you into the Green Insider powered by eRenewable. This is episode 150 of the show. Alongside Mike Niemer, I am Greg Frank. And before we get to the NAMO recap, where Mike's got plenty of guests that we're going to package together for you in just a little bit, we obviously want to acknowledge, as I said, that it is episode 150, which is certainly a milestone. And I've only been along for... I don't know, Mike, what, about 20 of the episodes, maybe 30? So, yeah. you know, I've been a small piece of the pie here, but uh, congratulations to you for 150 episodes, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot that you're still looking ahead to, but it's important to look back and still acknowledge, you know, where you've come. So, yeah. good job. Thank you, Greg. Uh, a couple of years ago when we started this, I would never dreamed I'd be standing here at number 150. Yeah. Uh, when we were about at number 90, 95, a guy at a convention said, well, when you get to 150, you've got a real podcast. Well, I guess we've made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, that that's good stuff. And it's fun to look back on those little you know, highlighting stories, like you just said, where you, you mentioned a guy that uh, told you 150 is kind of when you've made it. And, and I know that there's, you know, our, our buddy Fred Davis kind of helped you get this thing going. And I wanted to go back to the origins of this thing when, when it all kind of the, the Green Insider was born. What can you tell us about that? Well, that is actually a good story. We were having coffee uh, one morning, and I'm just telling Fred about things that I'm experiencing in the renewable space. He goes, Mike, you need to have a podcast. I said, heck, Fred, I never listened to a podcast. He goes, well, you need to. This is how you're going to reach the public and educate them. So from that cup of coffee, Fred and I continued to talk, and in June of 2020, Fred and I did the first podcast. Right in the I, height of the pandemic. I, right in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, Fred, thank you for driving me to this. I appreciate it. And uh, and let me ask, how did you and Fred initially connect? Like, what was the... Well, that's also a crazy story. Uh, we're both Kansas graduates. Sure. And I was connected to Fred on Twitter because on the radio, I had heard that he went to KU. Nothing right. more complicated than that. That was clear back in 2014. And I only use Twitter typically for news. Then all of a sudden, Kansas hired Les Miles to be the football coach. You know, we've not been very good in football since 2007, 2008. Pretty good now, though. Well, we're getting better. Yeah, Yeah, we're getting better now. And so uh, we lose to Coastal Carolina in Les Miles' first game. And Fred writes something on Twitter. And for the first time ever, I responded to a tweet. And that introduction, that response led to Fred asking me for a cup of coffee. And that cup of coffee led to the Green Insider, powered by E-Renewable. That's really cool. And so his thought was, oh, let me just have a cup of coffee and talk KU football with this guy? Or No, he actually wanted to talk. He was unhappy at the job he was in in the energy space and wanted to talk about what kind of advice could I give him with regards to finding another job in energy? Cool. And he ended up working with us, so we wow. had a great time. Yeah, I know. That, that is really good stuff. And I guess uh, before we uh, get to the, the name of recap here, uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your experience? I know you were in Atlanta. Yeah, let me tell you what, everybody. The name of the conferences are always well worth attending. Uh, you get your money's worth without a doubt. Deals are being done. The deals are being talked about. Uh, new friends are made. And so 
the more of them you go, the more everybody knows you. It's not a clickish group at all, and that's what makes it so fantastic. And we've got six good guests on today. Then by the time you're done listening to our episode number 150, uh, you'll hear everybody talking about education and networking and actually even having fun. And so that's what it's about. The guests did a great job today. And as always, thanks to Tim and Donna that uh, organized the convention. They did another great job. But before we go any farther, I want to thank all you listeners and followers of The Green Insider. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be standing here today for episode 150. So from my wife and I, from Ann and I to you guys, thank you guys very much. Well, that's great stuff. Again, he's Mike Niemer, the president and CEO of eRenewable. He mentioned his wife, Ann. We're going to hear from her in just a minute, and then we're going to get to our guests. And the guests on this NEMA recap episode of The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable, include Bob Leah, Jim Richardson, Bob Haas, and Chris Hyde, Jason Atwood, and then we're going to close with Tim Berrigan. So without further ado, let's have Ann Niemer get us started on episode 150 of The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Ann Niemer here, COO of eRenewable. We know today whether you're a public company, private equity, or a privately held company, ESG and sustainability are important to your company. At eRenewable, we can help you achieve some of those goals. If you have any questions or need any assistance with regards to reaching your sustainability goals, please visit us at eRenewable.com to learn more. As always, thank you for listening to The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. I'm here with Bob Leah, Director of Origination for National Grid Renewables at the NEMA conference in Atlanta, Georgia. Bob, I know this is your first conference. How have you liked it so far? Uh, this has been terrific. We've um, been able to meet with a number of clients and uh, prospective clients for the last few days and really been able to enjoy uh, building those relationships. It's my first conference here, so it's been really tremendous seeing how, how many people are interested in the renewable offerings that we provide through MISO, PJM, ERCOT, and um, uh, excited to be here. That's great. You know, the one thing I like about NEMA is they provide you a touch of education and then a touch of networking, and everybody's here to do both of them. That's what makes this kind of a win-win kind of conference to come to. Well, I, I think I would add a touch of fun, too, right? I think there we're still go, waiting yeah. for everybody to come back from golf. So that's <laughs> there you been go. a good one. With a touch of fun, we'll stop there. I appreciate you stopping by the Green Insider and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the convention. Very good. Thanks. I'm here with Jim Richardson from Avant Energy. At NEMA, Jim is a longtime board member and the chairman of the board. And, Jim, you guys pulled off another great show. It's, it's been real uh, fun, been educational, and been a lot of great networking going on. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it is, to me, it's one of the premier events in the energy markets. Um, there's, I think we've got close to 200 attendees this time. And it's, it's probably the best event in the energy markets for networking and getting to know the people that you're going to be doing business with, right? Because most people won't do serious business with somebody they don't know. That's exactly correct. And you know, as much as we want to talk about the conference, ladies and gentlemen, Jim is a wealth of information. And so I'm going to have to ask him to give us a little sustainability talk on any topic of his choice. And this is off the cuff here, buddy. You ready? Sure. Sure. Yeah. And sustainability is important. Um, it is my, my focus, my, my vision is... If you worry about if 
you worry about the ounces, the old backpackers rule, you worry about the ounces, the pounds take care of themselves. So focus on doing things much more efficient. Focus on managing loads more efficiently. Because every, every meg, let's put it this way, every megawatt that, um, that you don't use is the least polluting megawatt out there. Right? If you don't use it, you don't have to make it, it doesn't pollute. So focusing on efficiency and then making the smart choices on which technologies make sense for you and your, your utility, your load, because the United States is very big. The regions are completely different. Certain technologies work better in some areas than others. You have to find what, you have to adapt those technologies to your use to make it the most economical and the most environmentally friendly. Because nobody, nobody wants uh, to, to pollute the environment, but we all want to be able to have the, the, the level of energy um, supply that we're so used to, right? That, that level of energy supply, cheap, abundant, energy you've got to figure out how to do that cleaner great answer and with that jim thank you so much for your time today now we're talking to bob haas senior manager at maxar and chris hyde director of sales at maxar uh, the sponsor here at the nama conference in atlanta georgia gentlemen thank you so much for sponsoring the show it's been great uh how's it turned out for you chris Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, NEMA has been great supporters of us over years. We've been members for probably about 10 years now, and uh, we're hosting this year's event in Atlanta. Uh, try to reconvene with a lot of folks that we haven't seen in, in a couple of years with the pandemic, uh, finding uh, folks that are not familiar with our services, and see if we can um, solve some of their problems that they might have weather-wise. Well, you know, in NEMA, they're known for education and networking. Chris, what did you uh, have a good day yesterday? Did you what did you do in the afternoon? Yeah, afternoon uh, yesterday I did bowling and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, our friends and partner Tesla sponsored uh, that particular event, but a lot of camaraderie, uh, a lot of exchanging of uh, cards and understanding uh, what to folks do in the energy biz. Well, that's just great, Bob. Uh, Yesterday, you know, that we had the morning sessions, and then uh, we turned around and did something in the afternoon, and then in the evening, did you uh, go to the dinner and play the poker game also, or did you call it early last night? Yeah, th- thanks, Mike. Yeah, I went uh, to dinner. I did, I did go to poker. Uh, unfortunately, I did not do so well, so uh, I believe one of our colleagues made it to the final table. I'm not sure if... Uh, you know, if he ended up winning or not, I think I called him the night before I saw what the end result was. But, uh, yeah, it's always a blast. Uh, the, the social aspect of the name of events is fantastic. Really great for networking, um, even getting to meet folks like you, Mike. Yeah. Well, that's much appreciated. Yeah, I, too, did not make it to the final table. You know, and, of course, for all you listeners, poker for fun, just gifts that we can all win. But it continues that networking event that name is so known for. And they're so known for that second day poker night after that dinner. And it's a lot of fun. A lot of people showed up and so it was great let's talk a little weather which one of you want to take the weather yeah. Chris, you're going to do the weather? Yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I'm going to present the uh, the winter outlook uh, this morning, and we're looking a little warm, particularly in the mid-continent, Midwest areas, uh, down uh, towards uh, Texas, uh, somewhat seasonal uh, to cool along the East Coast at times. But uh, another, this is a third year in a row La Nina, so a bit of a mild winter overall shaping up, but as the period progresses, that's your better chances of cold weather towards the end of the season. 
season. And as always, uh, volatility. Uh, volatility will be king uh, this particular uh, upcoming season. Well, you know, guys, uh, weather's important in our sustainability space with regards to the sun days for solar and the wind days for the, uh, you know, the uh, wind turbines. How do you, if we look ahead to next year, do you have an expectation yet on that? Yeah, I mean, for uh, renewables, for this upcoming season going into early next year, we can at least uh, project out that far. I mean, some of the main hot spots like ERCOT, for example, kind of normal wind for the uh, the overall winter uh, period. Uh, but again, you know, you don't have normal every day. You will have periods, uh, spurts of volatility going on there. Uh, MISO, maybe a little bit windier uh, further north. Uh, but yeah, we could definitely uh, track that. And, and not just a seasonal aspect. We, we monitor these things on an hourly basis and not only predict wind speed direction cloud cover but also generation output uh, to give our uh, uh, customers the ultimate answer that they uh, want well bob and chris thank you guys again for sponsoring thank you for the little quick weather update chris before you go on stage and uh bob i think that's it for us anything you want to close out with here no i just want to you know you know welcome the opportunity to to get with you again mike uh thank you for your time here this morning and and you know about Maxar, you know, Maxar is more than weather. Uh, Maxar is a great earth intelligence company. We do a lot with satellites, uh, satellite imagery, uh, weather, and, and, and into the climate space as well. So I know that's something that's, you know, close to you and your customers. And uh, I think, you know, I would welcome the opportunity to come on and, and talk more about climate in a future episode. I would love that. Uh, let's target Q1, guys. We'll see you online. Thanks. Bye-bye. Now I'm here with Jason Atwood, business development from Anchor Power Solutions. Jason, how have you liked the name of the show today? Oh, it's great. I always like coming to these. It's been several years since I've been to one, but uh, just coming and, and being able to talk with people and hear the presentations, they're always good, provide a lot of good educational. I always learn a lot when I come here. Yeah, that's just great. You know why we're talking about learning a lot? Tell the listeners a little bit about what Anchor Power Solutions does. Sure. We uh, are the owner and creator of Encompass Software. It's a production cost software. It's also a resource uh, expansion planning software. They're both, it's fully integrated. So you can do either either of those type of functions in the same software. Uh, one of our main niches is the forecasting of LMP prices from the next day out to the next 30 years. Uh, also, uh, we forecast congestion and where the bottlenecks are at on the grid. Um, and it's used for resource expansion. It helps people form the basis differential between where they want to locate the new plant and the trading hub or the zone that they want to send the power to. That is awesome. But as good as that is, the big news of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is that NEMA, there's a 50-50 drawing where half the money goes to the card that's drawn, the other half goes to charity. And guess whose name was drawn today? Mr. Jason Atwood. We have the winner standing here in front of us. Congratulations, Jason, and thanks for joining our show. Hey, thanks, Mike. I sure appreciate it. Well, Tim, another great conference. Tim Berrigan, Donna Floyd, you guys did a great job for NEMA putting on that conference in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, We were all there last week, but you were so busy, we decided to huddle up on Monday just to do the recap show for you and I. Even so, we had uh, some participants already tape, and uh, our listeners will hear that uh, on Wednesday when we drop. I'm glad to have you on for the final end of this recap show, and not just the recap of the NEMA show. It's the closing segment to our 150th episode, Tim, and you guys are a big part of that. I think we first had Steve Shepard on on the 50th episode. Now we're 150 of them, so between recaps of all the shows 
in the name of News Minute. You guys have been a fabulous partner of ours. And, you know, before we get started about your show, I want to say thank you for participating in my show. Well, Mike, listen, thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here. Um, you guys have been a wonderful partner to name it as well. Always glad to be on the Green Insider and look forward to talking about what went down last week. Well, we're going to not only, ladies and gentlemen, talk about what went down last week, but he's got big announcements for the future. And so we'll, we'll end up with that going down that road once we get to that path. But anyway, you know what? Tell everybody what happened in Atlanta last week in your view as the host. Well, Mike, you know, NEMA, we like to be thought of as an as a organization that provides world-class networking. Um, so hopefully you saw that uh, throughout the conference last week. You saw people shaking hands and getting to see each other and a lot of folks talking business. A lot of deals get done at NEMA as well. From a content perspective, I thought we had great panels. They were educational, um, interesting, uh, you, you know. Lots of cutting edge things going on in the industry, as, as we all know, but, but to get to hear directly from folks like Bitcoin miners, uh, from suppliers to Bitcoin miners, um, to a lot of the thought leaders that are, that are designing how the bulk power system is going to work in the future. You, you know, we, we had a really good cross section of panels and panelists. I, I thank each one of them. You know, they really helped make the conference what it is. And I hope everybody learned some and got some deals done and at the end of the day had a good time. Well, I think you're right about that. I think deals were done. Deal is, uh, there was a lot of introducing of new people that were showing up to the conference for the first time that always wanted to met that, meet that guy that happened to be sitting across the table from him. And he had a chance to reach across the table, shake his hand, look him in the eye, and it did make a difference. I witnessed it at the table that I was on. So uh, that is what you're known for, but, but the great thing is you do provide those morning sessions that are very, very educational, and people always, if they attend those morning sessions, come away with something they didn't know before, and that's what's great. That's what I like about it the best, and so uh, was this, did this end up being a record turnout? I know you're close to 200 people. I didn't know if that was a record turnout or not. Oh, spring conferences tend to be a little bit larger draws. So our, our record turnout, in fact, was at uh, Lost Pines in Bastrop, Texas this past spring. Um, we, we were a little over 250 at this one. We were a little oh, wow. over 200 at this one. But this was very well attended for a fall conference. Yeah, it sure was. And so uh, anyway, you know, besides for the, the uh, networking and the education, there's a big fun factor that you guys also provide whether it's golfing. I took a food tour in, of Atlanta and then other people went bowling. Then you had your poker. You always have something that somebody can choose from to continue meeting people that's not in that sit down at the table event, right? There's something to go do. And so I think uh, hats off to you guys for always creating that opportunity for a variety of ways to meet people. Yeah, thanks for that, Mike. And and it is part of NamUs history that Mike Critchley, who started this organization, made sure that people had fun. And we have tried to keep the, the traditions in place, the Texas Hold'em being a great example. You know, there have been talks of eliminating that. When we talked to the membership about it, they went nuts saying, no, you got to have the Texas Hold'em tournament. So we do. We still hold the, the Texas Hold'em tournament. The golf was excellent. I heard that the bowling was a lot of fun. I'm not a bowler. I'm a gutter ball, gutter ball guy. But um, 
I understand they had a great time and it sounded like the food tour was excellent too. And I lots of positive feedback overall on, on all of those social activities. Well, uh, another great success story on the name of chapters with regards to the fall of 22, but you have some new chapters coming up at NEMA. You're taking over somebody else's conference in January. Tell the listeners about that. Well, sure. And, and this was an idea of one of our board members, Brian Modelmog, a good friend at Calpine, who had caught rumor that Excel was going to do away with a, a much-loved conference they put on every year called East Meets West. It happens the first week in February in Vail at the Grand Hyatt Resort. It used to be called... Um, Oh, it was, uh, it was, the resort's name was something like the Grand Vale or something like that, but it's a beautiful resort. It's a wonderful setting to get everybody together. It is a little bit of a different format. We're not going to change what Excel has done historically because it was so successful. So where NEMA typically provides the meals in one big setting and everybody gets together, we, we will provide a, a happy hour with a premier speaker to be announced, um, but we won't be holding the, the uh, sessions that we normally hold from an education standpoint. So this, uh, this event is more about um, people doing their own meals out on the town of Vale, which is a great food town, and getting together on the ski slopes, but we don't tend to have those great big meals like we do at traditional name event. So it's just a little bit different, but, but we're honoring something that Excel built. They're excited to transition it to us. They simply didn't have the staff to do it anymore. And of course it's what NEMA does. So we were honored to pick it up and I'm expecting everybody will have a very good time. Well, you know, at the traditional name events, you always give people multiple choices of different social activities to do. Will that kind of still be that pattern of NEMA continued there as far as multiple organized tours or choices for people to pick from? We expect so. Donna's working on those things. There's, uh, you know, there's talk of a snowmobile outing. Um, obviously, a lot of people are going to ski and snowboard. Um, she's also talking about trying to put together a snowshoeing event. Um, so those she's working on them. I, I can't say for sure what amongst those will come together, but but there will be three or four choices. Yes. That's great. So that's going to be now the winter uh, conference. That basically, we're, we're, we're avoiding calling it a conference. We're, uh, you know, we're, we're calling it uh, East meets West. It's, it's a networking event. Gotcha. Okay. So then the next name of conference then is going to be in May in Hilton Head. Uh, that'll be more your traditional style, I take it? It, it is, yes. And, and that's going to be at the uh, Weston Hilton Head Island Resort. It's a beachfront resort with a golf course on property, which is wonderful. And they have rental clubs. So it's going to be, oh, yeah. it's going to be a spectacular event. Uh, Donna and I visited there last spring to make sure that it would fit NEMA and it's going to fit NEMA really nicely. Um, it, you know, the, most of the activities will happen outdoors. There's a giant deck that's beachfront. So, uh, you know, NEMA folks like the outdoors and it's, it should be a really, really nice conference. And did I hear right that that is uh, May 9 through 11? Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Okay. Well, that's awesome, Tim. Again, thank you for uh, being one of the valued project partners with, for the Green Insider. It's much appreciated. We uh, enjoy this relationship that we have. We hope to continue to con working with you guys. We look forward to seeing your entire team at East Meets West. 
Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks for all your support and your partnership as well. And I agree with you. We, we really do form a good partnership, Be Renewable and, and NEMA. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Tim. You too, Mike. Thank you. All righty, as that'll just about do it for episode 150 of the Green Insider, powered by E-Renewable. And Mike, as you said, a, a good experience there at NEMA, and, and they're good friends in the podcast. Oh, NEMA can't be – you couldn't have better friends than we have with NEMA. They've been uh, on this bandwagon with us since episode 50, so we're 150 epi- okay. 100 episodes in with NEMA. You guys, the listeners, you're familiar with the NEMA News Minute. And um, as you know, uh, Tim and Donna and – Steve have been friends of the show now for probably a year and a half. Thank, I can't give you enough thanks to, to what name is brought to this show. So uh, thank you. And, Greg, I want to also say thank you for what you're doing. Welcome to the team. Uh, I know you're tw- only 20 or 30 episodes in, but I yep. look forward to the next 150 with you. Yeah, no, for sure. It's been a, a nice little uh, pivot, I guess, for me would be the word. And uh, it's definitely been good to get to know you on a personal level as well. And looking forward to chopping things up a little bit more. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit? I know we've already recorded uh, episode 151 and 152, but why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what's coming in the in the short term? And then if you have any kind of longer term goals here for the next 150 episodes of the green insider that you'd like to share what might those be well uh let's start with reversing your question with answers so the long-term goal is to continue to educate everybody in the sustainability space and esg and so you're going to try to we're not simply going to bring wind and solar and battery people which are the the layups that's that's what everybody knows when they think of going green and i hope we've shown through the course of our vertical farm artificial intelligence for bot packing things with regards to the breaking news on sustainable cotton. And now, you know, we've got a, a renewable propane coming up. We're trying to diversify away from the basics that everybody knows to talk about pe- things that people use, but they don't know or think about them being sustainable. And that's kind of our goal is to continue to educate, but going down a slightly different path than the standard renewable podcast. Sure. And then, as I said, upcoming, what, what do we have coming up next here? In the next couple of weeks, we've got coming up um, somebody talking about reaching ESG goals if you own over 2,000 apartment complexes. They've got different challenges that not a lot of us face, and so that's an interesting one. And then we just had on uh, Tucker Perkins, and he talks everything about renewable propane. Ladies and gentlemen, don't miss it. Tucker's a wealth of information. And uh, it's an interesting topic. Well, Mike, as I said, it's been a pleasure to be along for just a little part of the ride. And uh, congratulations again on 150 episodes. And here's to another 150. Cheers to that. All right. Again, he's Mike Niemer. I'm Greg Frank. This has been episode 150 of The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Make sure to subscribe wherever you may get your podcast from, because as the saying goes, you learn something new every day, and we were responsible for today's lesson. That'll do it for us on episode 150 of The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your day.